Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Kane Gang. I'm hurt, dog. Don't ask me if I'm all right. Hell no. Joaquin said dominate, and we not doing it. I put my heart in this dog. Let's go, man. Let's go. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. Kane Gang. You're listening to Kane Gang, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Orange and green, that's Kane Gang. You ready to storm 18? That's Kane Gang. Kane Gang. Happy Friday, everybody. Another edition of the Kane Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. As always, like we say each and every week, it's your boy DC. Got the dirty bird on the other side, and we are getting ready to chop it up, talk everything University of Miami, whether it be basketball, whether it be football, soon to come baseball. Bird, what it do? What it do? What's happening, man? How you feeling today? You know, it's 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 not bad. Um, obviously, you know, end of the week, and you know, a lot of things, you know, transpiring. A lot of kids getting NIL deals. A lot of kids Ooh-wee. making money. Coaches coming. Coaches going. We don't know who an OC is. We don't know who a DC is, but it doesn't matter right now. It Bert. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Let me ask you this: Who would you like? Who would you like for OC? You know who I like. It doesn't matter who you want for <laughs> OC. <laughs> no, sorry, I literally pull some, pull some rock out of there, huh? I literally just for some reason just wanted to do that so yeah. well, let me let me throw that back to you why don't you answer that who do you want oh man you're, you're mario you get to pick anybody okay. price isn't an option or pricing doesn't matter i mean it's got to be realistic right like i i would like to i would like to preface preface this by saying make the right hire yeah and and, and i mean we could throw names out all day we could talk about nfl you know, QB coaches, OCs, you know, potential, you know, potential candidates here, there, blah, blah, blah. What I like what Miami and Mario Cristobal is doing is they're not rushing the process. They're taking yes. their time. They're not doing the a la Blake James, Manny Diaz, Coach Rick retired. We need a head coach. Right. Right. Do your due diligence, do your due process. Hire the right guy. It's about quality at this point. And again, you want to bring somebody in who is going to fit the culture, who is going to be accepted by the brotherhood, who is going to be able to, on the offensive side of the ball, get Miami back to where they were nationally all those years as far as you look at the playmakers that they have. Like, again, like we talked about people coming, people going. We just got Henry Parrish from Ole Miss, who is a Miami guy who mm-hmm. said, you know what? I'm going to go play SEC ball for a couple of years. Now I'm coming back and I'm going to play ball at home. Look at the guys who, who have decided to stay. The Tyreek Stevensons, the Zion Nelsons, the Gilbert Firesons, the DJ Ivies, the Al Blades. Like, I don't want to say, and I don't want to be cliche, Bert. Let, let, me, let me say this. I don't want to be cliche. When people say Miami's got something brewing, Miami's back. Well, when you get me at least 10 wins, five years in a row, maybe I'll say we're back. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I hate the, I hate the we're back thing, right? Because that's a, that's a national media thing, right? 
we're not back until you know we're consistently winning right and you know we're we're dominating at times right so until then i don't want to there's no way we can be back for probably like you said two three you know five years right until we're like back in the thick of things man because we've been down we've been way down way down right but i tell you man i think all the the moves that are being made right not just the you know the most important move which is bringing in uh bringing in coach cristobal but you know all the other moves that are being made right the upgrades the facilities that are already taking place um you, know, you can already tell the, the strength program has a different tone to it no disrespect to dave feely right but it's just it's just a different more professional feel that uh that you hear coming out of there man so you know Look, we're not. I won't say we're back until you know we're holding more rings. But I well, love where and, we're and going. That's what, yeah, you're right, and that, and that's where I say Miami was continually and consistently ten win program for so many years. Like to me, and that's where we. Do you know when our last ten win season was? Seventeen. Before that. <laughs> but, but okay, seventeen, four years ago. Yeah. And then before that, and and so that seventeen <laughs> season though, right? Like, and that's smoke and mirrors. Because a little, a little bit was listen, man. We got you should have lost the Florida State, bottom, Yeah, could have lost the. I don't, I don't say should have. Could have lost the Florida State. Should have lost to Georgia Tech. The way that ended. Should have lost to Georgia Tech. Probably should have lost to Virginia and Syracuse that year. Yeah, and did lose to Pitt. <laughs> yeah, lost to Pitt, fourteen to ten. Yeah, up in up in Heinz Field. Um, yeah. you know, we say you were back. There. I was there. You know, when we say, you know, it, it reminds me of Randy Quaid in Independence Day. <laughs> Hello, boys. <laughs> We're um, back. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Like, I love it, man. You know? So, yeah. let me ask you this, Bert. What What's your take on Henry Parrish? Because I think, so there's two names, Henry Parrish and Frank Latson. And, and I'm, yeah. a, I'm a big Frank Latson guy. I remember when he went to Clemson, and I thought to myself, you know, with the portal, Maybe he'll be there for a couple of years, and maybe he'll end up, you know, coming back to Miami again. A Southridge kid, um, big body type. Let, let me start with Frank Gladson. Yeah, does excited. He, does he walk in as wide receiver one or two? Well, I don't think he walks in as wide receiver one. I think he's it's going to be a competition, but I think he he earns it and he merges as as wide receiver one, right? I think he fills the Rambo role. I think Keyshawn Smith has the same role he had this year. Right. And then X takes the the Harley role, right? The I got that got that Mike Harley swag on today, right? But uh yeah, I think X takes the Mike Harley role. Um, you know, Ladson gets kind of penciled in some way, somewhat of uh the way they were using um Rambo this last year and right. Keyshawn does what he was doing last year, man. So right. I, you know. I think I think Ladson comes in. Number one, he brings maturity and seniority to a underclass wide receiver room again Keyshawn's been there for a couple of years but he's still an underclassman X Richard Jacoby uh Romello you know it's it, it's gonna be a bunch of young guys right yeah and, and that's I'm there where for, I think, I'm there for those young guys because the best thing is that those young guys are gonna push Smith um X and uh and, and Ladson right so that's awesome, man. You ain't gonna win it with just three wide receivers. You need six, seven, eight, right? So yep. let's uh let's roll. You have to. I mean, again, look what happened last year. Last year we started the season, I think, with 12 or 13 wide receivers. Jeremiah Payton leaves. Again, you're gonna have people like Michael Redding who's coming back. You're gonna yeah. have that you're gonna have Dazzin Warsham. Like there's other guys out there that we're not yeah. really talking about. 
You know. Yeah. I mean? And look, Redding. I mean, Redding. Aside from getting hurt, like he was, he was on the depth chart last year, week one, in, in Atlanta, and he played, and then he got hurt. You know. But uh, yeah, that kid's got serious talent, man. Um, yeah. I remember his first year here when he was when he was out there just running routes, even though they weren't throwing him the ball because his hand was hurt, right? And he's just like, oh, I'm just going to stay out there and just run routes, man. So I feel like, and this is where it's going to get tricky. So then, you know, your wide receiver room is going to be stacked. You see uh, Jake Garcia just signed uh, an NI deal with Life Wallet, yeah. which I think half the team's with Life Wallet. So good for them, you know, good for John Ruiz and – you know, all those guys out there pushing, you know, pushing NIL, deal, NIL deals for, you know, the football players. I'd like to see maybe the basketball players and the baseball players getting some love as well. But, you know, and, and due time. Um, but let's talk about the, the running back situation because you bring in Henry Parrish. And if you remember three years ago, you know, se- senior lading like Broward and Dade County, you had Don Chaney, I think, ranked as number two running back in the state. Jalen was number three and Henry was ranked number four. You know, like you're talking about like legitimate running backs coming in. Now, the thing about it is Jalen Knighton, John Chaney, and uh, Henry Parrish, they're all technically redshirt sophomores, right? Yep. Obviously, if you take away the COVID year, like that year don't count. You're, you're only a redshirt sophomore. You're going to have Cody Brown and you're going to have Dad Franklin is technically what? Redshirt freshmen or, you know, true softs, however you want to work that, right? Yeah. Um, because I don't, it would, I think it would either be a red shirt or it would be a true, true soft because last year wasn't necessarily a COVID year. It was a year prior, right? So those guys have their full year uh, of eligibility. And if they played in more than four games, they actually burned their red shirt. So you have five guys on the chart right now. Are we looking at some point? Like there's a lot of talk about that citizen kid, but, but I don't, I don't know if you bring in another guy. But listen, at the end of the day, you can't have enough running backs. I mean, Cam Harris and Chaney both went down, and you're relying on freshmen to carry the rock. Yeah. I will say, though, the, I mean, we only saw him in my mop-up duty, but I think Cashwell's, you know, capable of being, you know, that back-end that back end guy, right? Yeah. So, you know, I mean, look, you've got five right now. I think all five are going to are gonna play, are going to are gonna see burn. Uh, you know, look, that's the toughest position on the team, right, or, you know, the most likely to get hurt. So, you know, as much as I want those guys all to stay healthy, man, I mean, you know, history tells you somebody's probably going to go down at least for some period of time, right? But or somebody's going out to the yeah. portal. You know, the the thing with all all those guys, though, man. I mean, they're n- nobody's similar in the way that they run the ball, right? And you know, look, we know Morio likes to pound the rock, man. Um, so you know, I mean, each but of them can have a role. I think you have to look and see how 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 Cheney's gonna. What is his mind frame going to be and what is his body going to be coming back from an injury, right? Because you always know it's when you, your first contact coming off of like a knee injury, you know, how do you handle it? Are you mentally ready? I, I want to see – I want to see them all do well. I just don't know if you're going to be able to have like five horses in the stable trying to be contained. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that's a lot. And, and you're talking about like no one really has similar – I think Henry Parrish and Jalen Knighton are probably uh, as similar as you're going to get. Cheney, maybe Cheney and Thad run like the same. I think obviously Cheney's probably a little faster, um, but they both they they both run hard. Cody yeah. Brown gives you a little bit of both. You know, he's not a game breaker. He's not like you know one cut and you know housing it. I think a lot yeah. of it is going to depend too, and we're going to say this. You know, obviously as we continue to get ready to, 
you know, a month and a half away from spring ball is how is your O line going to hold up? You know, and, and again, you got somebody like Coach Maribel now. And, and again, like I thought Justice did a good job. I think every coach does a great job with what is given to them. Yeah. Like you, <laughs> you, you, you can't you can't turn miracles with people who just don't understand the game, right? Like you, you're limited to your capacity. Like we both work, you know, we have people that work with us or work for us or whatever the case may be. And we're only as good as our, our weakest link. And, and right. I think it goes back to the same thing with coaches. You know, I, I thought our O line was doing really well. And then obviously Jalen rivers goes down, John Campbell goes down, you know, but there was built you know, there was, there was continuity and it was chemistry that was finally getting ready to be built there. But then things happen. Now you got to move positions. You got to bring this guy and swap him over here, you know? So I think when you have somebody like Coach Cristobal, who is an O-line guy, and someone like Maribel, who understands what it takes to build an O-line, like, I think that's where we're going to get back into it. Let's, let's talk about the O-1 team, right? When you look at the O-1 team, I, I, I'm just talking about the O-line. You look at Romberg. Bibla, Joaquin, McKinney, Sherko, Hajujo, Rizzullo. Like, they're not Name Miami guys. They're not Miami <laughs> guys, right? Yeah. Like, Canadian, you know, Juco. I think Sherko, I think, is from Saudi or something. But, like, mm -hmm. you know, we're going after local kids. And I'm not saying that local kids aren't good down here for O-line. But really tell me who we've had that has been a solid offensive lineman that came locally. Just it's tough. Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and again, where, we thought, where did, where did Jalen Rivers come from? He was Jacksonville, right? Like Oakleaf or something like that. He's up Oak there. Leaf. Yeah, I think yeah. he came to the same place as, uh, as Shaq, Shaq Waterman. Correct. Yeah. So, so, so you can't count him, right? Even correct. He's not Florida, local. He's yeah, not he's local not a local guy. guy. So, I mean, you thought Donaldson was going to be that guy, right? I mean, obviously he was a high school All-American. And again, who knows what happened? Maybe it's, it's you know, uh, Stacey Searles maybe did him wrong. Maybe Garen Justice did him wrong. You know, maybe he just didn't take it serious. You know, kind of yeah. maybe put on too much weight, trying to take the weight off. I always say this, right? Either you want it or you don't want it. You either got it or you don't have it. Like, that's where we have to get back. And I think we're going to be productive, but I think we have to get right here, right? This is where we have to get right first is in the mind. Once you're mentally prepared, I think everything else comes easily. Absolutely. No matter what you're doing. Yeah. I don't care if you're reading a book. Read a book. You ever read a book? Sometimes. Okay. Not often, man. I, I get I'm you. not a big reader, man. I, well, I, 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 I read articles and But mentally, and I'm not there. Mentally, I'm not, I'm not there to read a book. Yeah. Like, I'm more of a visual guy. I got too much going on, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. So I think with Mario, it's going to start in the trenches, and, and you have to. Now, again, there's we had Lauren Seymour, uh, Ryan Rodriguez. You know, we, have got, we have guys that are coming, coming in. It's how are they going to be molded? How are they going to be nurtured? How are they going to be developed? How are they going to be in the weight room? Are they going to get bigger? Are they going to get faster? Are they going to get stronger? You know, yep. we, we look at someone like Jalen Phillips when he came in as a 230-pound defensive end and then ended up leaving like a 265, 275, you know, completely chiseled, ready to go. But I think Jalen had that mentality like, I'm putting that work in myself. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, absolutely, man. I mean, here's the thing right now, you know, two days ago, uh, the workout program started, right? So it's all about, uh, you know, it's all about how these guys come in and they prepare and they're going to have to earn it in the weight room, man. You know, they're going to have to show up on time. Like the accountability is going to be the biggest difference in this program this year. Guys aren't going to be allowed. Guys aren't going to be allowed to slack at all, man. Like you got to show up on time. You got to do the right thing. You know, you say you're going to be there to watch film with coach. Don't be late. Right. And then don't be late to your classes either, man. I mean, these guys, the the accountability is is going to be at an all time high in the program. And that's going to lead to a few things, man. I think that's going to lead to some some guys who maybe a run tap potential that actually like start to step up that really take it seriously. But then I think you're going to have the other end of that, right? You're going to have some guys that it's just, it's just too much for them. They don't like the, the, the regimen. They don't like, uh, you know, they don't like being held accountable. And those are guys that when you see somebody's name hit the portal, it should tell you all you, all you need to know, right. That, you know, for whatever yeah. reason, it was too much for them. Well, we and that's okay. Hit, well, we need to hit the portal too. So yeah. you're listening to the Ken Gang radio. Yeah. The break portal. You're listening to the Can Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM, channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungo Bailoa. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the playmaker Every What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Sirius XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at the different angles. It doesn't, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola, mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva contra la caballota, la reina y mi cuello. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. 
me apologize first and foremost, Bert, because I didn't want to cut you off. I know you were getting kind of in in the in game no, mode it. per se, and I'm I like, it. I had to do my due diligence and, and check. I the saw clock. it. I saw it up there. <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, run right up to that thirty, man. Keeping it, keeping it hot, and then cut us the break, man. That's it, man. It's <laughs> life of a media guy is checking the airtime, making sure you get your commercial breaks in. You know, I would love to do this. I don't want to say full time. I mean, we kind of do a full time, but like, like on an everyday basis. I, I I don't know if I could. I don't know if I would be up for that. Could you do radio every single day? I think I could, man. I'm pretty I'm pretty pretty invested during the day and and what's going on and keeping up with things. And I've got usually ACC Network going on in the background of the TV, and then I, yeah, then I'll switch over to uh, to ESPN or if for some reason there's an afternoon game on. So, yeah, I could do it. I, I stay up up to date pretty you know pretty regularly i mean I, I stay up to date as far as like scores highlights you know things like that i just i don't know man i enjoy the once a week i really enjoy the once a week yeah i don't know how amigo fills uh fills the time bro. slot he's got in the morning every morning it does it with a ton of energy man bro shout out to the amigo man oh uh. That dude, I wonder if I, I wonder if we can get him on the show. Yeah, we he needs to be on, man. We've had Frank on already, right? Frank the Tank. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I so, can get me going. So let, let me ask you something though, right? And I mean, you've been around this program and college football for a long time. What do you make of all these NIL deals that are going on right now, man? I think it's ruining college football. Well, what's what's ruining college football about it? Because it's it's amateur athletics. Like you're getting a free education, free room and board, stipends, all this other stuff that you get as a collegiate athlete. Why do you need, and I understand why, right? I understand why, you know, obviously, you know, an individual gets injured and potentially could lose out on millions of dollars in the future. So why not take advantage of that now and get some upfront money? But at the same time, where, where does it stop? You know, because you look at someone like Quinn Ewers, who's in Texas, and, mm-hmm. you know, he forego his senior year of high school just to go to Ohio State, knowing he was sitting behind four or five other guys, gets a million-dollar, you know, NIL deal, says, okay, I'm, I'm leaving. I'm hitting the portal. I'm going back to Texas. Like, it's no different than guys, like, doing recruiting, just getting bags, Right. I'll, yep. go, I'll go to school for a year. Give me a bag and okay, then I'll leave. I'll go back out. Well, so, so, I mean, I feel you there. Right. But I also think that it's on the program to, to bring the right kids in and, and to, to cultivate, well, to the bring right, the right, bring right the right people, bring the right, like publicity or the right NIL. Like, so let's, let's talk about, let's talk about life wallet. Let's talk about John Ruiz and everything that he's doing, because obviously right now, like, He's going like bongo as far as trying to get all these kids 50 grand here, 40 grand here, you know, 30 grand here. And when you look at all that, if I'm a if I'm an individual on the team, what you're doing is you're putting yourself in front of the team. Mm-hmm. And I think that's my problem. Because it's no longer this isn't no longer a team sport. Last year when the NIL first came out, everything was marketed around Dirty King. Obviously, he had an injury. But at the same time, what about those five guys in front of him trying to protect him and keep him safe? Did any of those five guys get anything? 
Yeah, not yet. I mean, I think I think the program was trying to find their way around it. Um, you know, the the agents were finding their way around it. I mean, I think it was just kind of an adjustment period last year. And you know, look, I'm on the side where, like, you know, I, I believe that the schools um, are profiting a lot off these off these kids. And like, what we're talking here is not like absurd amounts of money. I mean, maybe in the the Trevor Lawrence, Quinn Ewers, like, you know, the top like, you know half percent of the of the players that are that are involved in this thing man but you know for the for the guys like the life wallet deals that are going on i think they're awesome for for the team right i mean um you know i mean i, I think that it's just the right thing for them, man i mean you know the, the the schools are making money off them the schools are selling tickets schools are selling merchandise you know what's right is right what's fair is fair man let me let me stop you there let, let me let me ask you this question When you when you make fifty thousand dollars as on an NIL deal, you got to pay taxes on that. Mm-hmm. If you're on a Pell Grant or a financial payment plan or some type of maybe not full scholarship, when you get something like that. You don't think that the school's going to say, "Hey, look, we're giving you a free, you know, a free uh, scholarship here. You got to pay back some of this money." I don't think they will. But uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I think the school's involvement in it is they want to review every deal that you sign to make sure that things are on the up and up, both for the student athlete uh, and then for the school, right? Like, I mean, you see, whenever any of these guys go and they they go to make money off their nil. Um, you know, they, their pictures, they can't have the Miami logo in them. If they're in their uniform, it has to be blacked out, right? Like the colors are, are okay, but you know, you can't have the logo, right? You can't say, you know, Miami Hurricanes quarterback, Tyler Van Dyke, right? You can't say that in there, but you know. I'm interested to see how things like that work. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's definitely it's, going to be an evolution, man. But, but it's games. nothing new. It's but Bird, right. it's nothing new. This is something yeah. that's been going on. It's finally out in the open. Hey, yeah. we're it's paying a guys. Board, right? Because it's been <laughs> it's been happening forever. <laughs> I mean, I'm but, sure Alabama got car deals. Yeah. Oh you know? yeah, they all had them dodges for <laughs> for years, man. Shout, shout out to Vic with the tweet of uh, after after Alabama lost to Georgia and he had the the repossessed red Dodge Charger that was. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the, that. I was cracking up, man. That was uh, oh, geez. He goes that was actually really all good. All over one. the I'll, all over the Alabama campus tomorrow. But I, but I will say so. So one of the deals that I want to pull out in particular, and I was I was actually uh, exchanging some messages today with uh, with Jake's dad, Randy, and um, you know he kind of said, "Hey, you know, look at this deal. We're so happy and everything." Um, and then I sent him because right about those time was when Ravel put out and he. He puts out the tweet, definitely serves to uh, to help keep the presumable backup at school. Uh, the, rules may, the rules say it can be contingent on playing or being at the school. So technically, Car- Garcia could still transfer and receive all the money. You know, and Randy says back, and he's, he's you know, we kind of exchanged a couple of things on it, but he said, really doesn't matter in this case because we're bound by integrity, character, and morals. Yeah. So you look at a situation like that, right? And, and it's crazy because Jake got more money than Tyler, and Tyler's the starter right now, right? You know, so... I mean, it's just kind of a crazy thing in, in general, like the way that all this stuff's going out. But, you know, that's that's basically, I think, the program, the Reeses, and, you know, the Miami fan base, everybody making the investment in Jake. So 
it's cool to see, right? And then, you know, now there's there's not those questions, man. I mean, look, the guy's in. So I think NIL benefits the program. And if these are going to be the rules, like, you know, we got to play within them. And as long as we're playing, you know, playing with the way that the rules are scripted, let's do what we can to win and use it to our advantage. Well, you're not doing anything different than any other schools out there doing, you know? So again, unfortunately, Miami is just, it's Miami. So everybody's going to look at Miami as something different. And yeah. do what you're supposed to do, you know, do it the right way. And I'm sure compliance and other people have their hand on these guys. Um, I do want to bring up, you know, again, because to me, once you're a cane, you're always a cane. Doesn't matter what you do. Sure. Shout out, shout out to one going out to Arizona State. Yeah. You Great know, move one, for him, right? I, like, I think everybody's like, oh, he's gonna go to he's gonna go to Penn State and follow Manny. No, he's not following Manny. And I said that he's not following Manny. Good for him to go out west. Go to the Pac-12, you know. And and again, it's you're going to see a whole different side of college football on the west side than you do on the east side. Since the AC, you know, the ACC, the SEC, the Big East, the Pac-12 got some beautiful campuses. Beautiful. I mean, look, you're going to play in the Rose Bowl, you know, if you play UCLA. You're going to play in the Coliseum if you're going to play USC. You're going to go whether you play Oregon, Oregon State, you know, uh, Washington you know, Washington state, like it, it's a different scenery, you know, a kid here yeah. in South Florida, dude, go out West and, and enjoy it out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, he's got, he's got every opportunity to go in and get himself, uh, you know, put himself in a better position to get drafted. So I'll, I'll never fault a kid for doing that, man. Wish him the best. You know I mean? Look, the, the textbook example of that is, uh, is Scott Patchen, right? Shout out to uh, shout out to our boy King King Gang Show alumni Scott Patchen. That's so right. you know he goes he goes out to Colorado State and, and plays two years there and really tore it up. And I think he's put himself in a really good position uh, to get drafted. You know, do you, could, do you think you could say the same if he would have stayed here? Right? I mean, maybe he gets himself you know sixth, seventh round, but you know now you're looking at third, fourth, fifth round and. Obviously, the higher up you get drafted, not only is the money better, but, you know, your chances of sticking are a lot, lot better. Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, there's guys that 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 do better once they get out from underneath the program, right? You know, again, he's a – he's a, I mean, he was a, a D'Onofrio guy, you know. He was a golden <laughs> guy, you know. Went to yep. Golden, to Rick, to, you know, to Diaz. And, you know, listen, do your thing out there. Um, on a recruiting note, um, Alonzo Allen, you know, local kid just w- decided to commit to Baylor. Wow. Well, that was what people were saying. Wow. Baylor. Baylor's, <laughs> an, Baylor's an up and coming program though. I mean, again, and on the hardwood. Uh, well, they lost the other night. So, and, and no. I definitely, I definitely want to talk about basketball, you know, here in the next segment, because there's a lot to talk about, but let's just keep, continue on here. So th- tomorrow is uh, EPT elite prospect. Or EPD. EPD. Yeah. yeah. You know, Elite Prospect Day. You got all these kids coming in. Um, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out whether or not it's going to be open to the public, if it's going to be, you know, invite only. You know, is there any type of media there? Is it going to be like a paradise camp? Is it going to be more of just a, a tour of the facilities? You know, I don't know if anybody really knows exactly what it's going to be about. Yeah. I think a lot of it is they want to leave some of the elements up to, su- up to surprise, right? Yeah, I they mean, got, why not? They got some, they got some studs there, man. Studs. So have you have you watched the tape on the kid uh, out of Lehigh Acres, Richard Young, the running back? I've seen a couple couple little clips. Dude, Dude this guy is 
a smaller version of Derrick Henry the way he runs. He's, just, he's a bowling ball back there. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't even considering us before, man. This guy was like Alabama, LSU, Florida. Um, and supposedly now we're in it, man. So I'd love but to I'm, see But I'm him. a big Mark Fleming guy at American Heritage. I oh, like, yeah, I like, yeah. I like Fleming. Or Mark Fletcher, right? Mark Fletcher. Fletcher. Sorry. Yeah, yep. Fletcher. Yeah, so, yeah, he's he's good too. And look, he's been—I I think he's been Miami all along, man. From, yeah, from Rip. So you get both of those guys back there. But what you got to have is, and I and I preface this earlier with saying, you got to have staggering class. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? You can't just like like I said, Parrish, you know, Jalen and Cheney are both technically redshirt sophomores. So technically, all three of them can leave after this year and go to the to the league. That's going to leave you with a Cody Brown and a Thad Franklin. So, you know, when you have your staggering class where you have a, a Cam Harris who was a senior, you know, you didn't really have a junior in there. You didn't even have a sophomore. Technically, you didn't have a sophomore in there. Um, but that's what you want to have, a, a senior, a junior, a sophomore, a freshman, and repeat that cycle over and over and over again because you need that depth. You need to have, you know, senior leadership. I'm not saying that the younger guys as freshmen and sophomores can't carry the load. But at the same time, it's just nice to have a staggering class because of something like what happened. Let, let me ask you this, Bert. What happens? I'm playing hypothetical. Something happens to Jalen Cheney and, and, and Parrish all this year. Now you're relying on two two technical redshirt freshmen or sophomores and Thad Franklin and Cody Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I feel like you, if you have a staggering class, it helps you. Same well, thing with a, the quarterback. Which yeah, quarterback it's the quarterback room, right? It's the quarterback room. It's the same reason that, that, that I wouldn't even want Caleb Williams coming in because we've got the quarterback room, right? One a year, right? That's how it should be. One coming in every single year, right? And it's always going to work out like that, right? You bring Caleb Williams in the situation, you know, like all the national media was trying to say, and I think every Miami yeah. fan was like, yeah, right, we'll pass. Yeah. yeah, it's not because Caleb Williams is not an elite and amazing player that's going to do great things. It's that we know what we have in the room right now, and, and TVD is, is a stud. Jake's a stud behind him, and, you know, Ja'Curry Brown coming in behind him. You know, we, we got that room pointed in the right direction. But you're right. You know, running back, you have to do the same thing. But I think you get, you know, you get one one year and you get two the next year. One one year, two the next year, right? You just you got to fill it, um, you know, the right way. You have to be strategic in how you're recruiting people. And, and I, like, I don't think a lot of people – give the recruiting people like enough credit as far as like they're, they're looking at the best player at the best possible, you know, but you have to be strategic as far as who you're going after, you know, at certain classes, you know, maybe you, like like you just said, maybe you take two running backs this year. Okay. We're going to take one next year. You, you got to figure out what your roster is going to be like. So technically after this year, TVD could be gone, right? TVD could be gone or he can decide to stay. And that puts Jake another year behind TVD. Or I think Mario said, hey, it's an open competition going into spring. You it know, should be. it's, you know, I'm a little apropos as far as when you say that. Because what I saw TVD do the last seven games, I don't think you say, hey, it's an open competition. I think he goes in as QB1 for spring. And then if you see something different, then maybe you make some changes or you open it back up. But I think he has earned the right to go in the spring as QB one. Yeah. I mean, look, he, I mean, definitely without question. Right. But I still think you need to have that spirit of competition and that look, every job is open. And you know, when you're building the accountability, that's how you build it. Right. That you say, look, we're starting from, 
from the ground up here, right? And we're going to build this thing, right? So, yeah, you know what what Tyler did, but he did that with an entirely different staff, right? Um, you know, so, I mean, he needs to compete for that job, right? Even though I think he's going to win it, obviously, and it would take a, just a monumental push from Jake to supplant him. So, all right. Well, we got to go to break here on the Kang Gang Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid. But there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You get that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't, impossible. And uh, the word can't is the word can, and the word don't is the word do. 
In the word won't is the word won. And in the word impossible, it's possible. What do you tell them? You tell them, you know. You know that, that all they can do is learn and come back bigger, better, stronger. Because all it's going to do is lead you in the right direction. See, if you're always winning, then you don't really understand what it is to win. You, you got to take those losses. You got to take those hits. There's got to be the valleys, the peaks, the ups, the downs. In order for you to, when it does happen, you go, on behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 2949, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. segment here rocking and rolling chugging away trying to get everything in let's talk about hurricane basketball let's talk about how we were so high after beating duke and the fan base was going crazy everybody was up in arms because miami didn't get ranked and then all of a sudden we lost fsu okay we've moved on from there because you know like we said before we you know we are who we thought we were right we weren't ranked <laughs> so you know but Man, I'm over there trying to talk on mute, man. I saw that. I was pointing. <laughs> but no, at you. I was gonna say, man, there, there's a difference in in losing a game by one point and you know going in there and getting you know your tail handed to you. I mean, look, FSU's a great basketball program, and you know they played it right at the end. But you're you're literally one play away from being seven and zero in the ACC with road wins at Duke and Florida State, plus you know a home victory against North Carolina, right? Like, well, let's let, let's talk about this, right? So. You know, again, you, you lose to FSU. Carolina had a game on Saturday. They ended up coming to the watch go on Tuesday. And then you ended up just opening up a can of whoop-ass to them. And yep. Lily, there's no other team in the last 10 years who's beat Carolina by 25 points, which yeah. is crazy, which is crazy, right? And again, you're going to have off nights. You know, we were talking uh, last week on the show. You know, we were watching a Golden State and Milwaukee game, and they were down by 40. Like you're talking about, you know, NBA players. Like, how do you go down by 40 points? It just sometimes, you know, ball just doesn't go in the basket. I mean, it is what it is. But then you follow, like I said, you follow up that FSU loss. You stayed prepared. Coach L had them ready. They ended up beating North Carolina, which again, Carolina was on a decent win streak. I think they were 12 and four at the time. They um, were. You know, so again, it's not like they're a pushover. They're not the Carolina of old. But at the same time, you beat Carolina. Florida State upsets number six, Duke, which sets up another showdown tomorrow at home in the Gambles against Florida State. 2 p.m. I'm telling you, you man. uh, See Dave Portnoy's coming to the game from uh, Barstool Sports? I saw that. He says, I will be there. Go Canes. Go Canes. (laughs) You know, this is where it goes back to, and we've talked about this in the past, and I know you have talked about this, especially in the past, about being prepared, you know, yeah. whether it's the baseball team, whether it's the the football team, you know, even Coach L for, for man, I don't know what happened this season, but, you know, over the last couple of seasons, they just haven't been prepared either. How are yeah. you going to be prepared tomorrow? How are you going to respond tomorrow? 
how are you going to come out? Is it going to be a quick start? Is, are you, you know, are you going to going to try to go inside? You're going to try to shoot the jumpers. So I'm excited to see how Miami comes out and how if they come out fast and how they handle the loss to FSU with them at home tomorrow. Yeah. I think they got to take it personal, right? That that what happened up in in Tally, right? Like you got to you got to be upset about that, right? And upset to the point where you know what you're capable of, right? You've won at Duke. Yeah, you absolutely annihilated UNC at home in the previous game, right? So you need to come in confident and pissed off that you lost up in their place and know, you know, look, what, what we said when they were starting to go to these games is, hey, you got three tough games, you know, one on the road at Florida State, one at home against Florida State, and one against North Carolina. You got to be two and one coming out of that stretch for yep. this, you know, like, so you got to win this game, right? If you want to continue to, you know, stay atop the ACC, this is a must win, man. This is... You know, because now you get in uh, the next games against Virginia Tech. Then you got a couple against Georgia Tech coming up. Uh, you got one against Notre Dame, who's who's a pretty decent team this year too. But look, there are no there are no easy wins in ACC play, right? So um, you know, I think we're going to the tournament, right? We'll probably you know slide in there as a three or four seed. But you know, I think we're going to get hit a couple times along the way, just because the ACC in basketball, anybody can beat you on any night, man. Correct. You know. It's, it, is, it is the best basketball conference that's out there. Even though the Big 12 is on fire right now, I still challenge that the ACC is, is the best basketball conference. I've always enjoyed the Big 10 ACC challenge. Oh, yeah. Love that. You know, you're playing against different competition, you know, whether it's Indiana, Wisconsin, you know, the, the teams that just like to do, you know, pick and rolls, and, you know, and back cuts and screens and, you know, you look at some of the guys in the ACC, you know, the, you know, the, they're up and down. They're looking to, to just to jam everything. It's just a different type of basketball in all the different conferences, which is, which is pretty neat. You know, but again, it goes back to when I was talking about Nesta going out to the Pac-12 and seeing different stadiums. That's what I like about the ACC too, man. You know, you do the Big Ten, you get to go out to Ohio State and to the Michigan. Speaking of like a, a team that's been disappointed, how about Jawan Howard in Michigan this season? Oof. I think they're eight and seven, and didn't they make the Final Four last year? Yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've definitely slipped, man. That's uh, that's for sure. <laughs> they don't they don't have the Harbaugh running, you know, like the, the magic that the Harbaugh had this past season. But but as long as you make the tournament, like like you said, you can catch lightning in a bottle. It's basketball, you know. You can shoot what you yeah. want, you know. Defend all it takes is for you to get hot. Like yeah. I'm not a big Gonzaga guy. Um, I just never have been. I just don't think that they belong. I don't feel like they play like the type of competition that everybody else plays, but that's just me. I laugh at that kid they got there, the Chet Holmgren. Oh, the dude like seven seven, like about yeah, 20 pounds. He's, he's a seven foot McLovin from Superbad, uh, man. Bro. <laughs> I'm like, who is this cat, man? Like yeah. skinny little white kid out there. Like, yeah. What do you what do you what do you foresee Miami? Have you have you had your opportunity to look at Miami's basketball team? You're talking about a three or four seed. I don't necessarily like who knows. You can actually win the ACC and potentially be in a one or a two seed. Yeah, look, if you win the ACC, you're you're you are a one or a two seed, right? There's there's just no, you know, there's no getting around that, right? Yeah. So I mean, I don't know, man. If I, I mean, I've got the I've got the the schedule. The remaining schedule, right? So you got home against Florida State, you're at Virginia Tech, you're at Georgia Tech, home against Notre Dame, at Virginia, home against Georgia Tech, 
at Wake Forest, at Louisville, uh, at home against Virginia, mm-hmm. at Pittsburgh, home against Virginia Tech, on the road at Boston College, on the road at Syracuse, and then you have the ACC tournament. How many losses? Just tell me how many losses in there. Three. Three in that, right? So overall, seven. I was going to say eight losses on the year I think we finished finish the season with because – you know, I mean, that's a lot of wins in the ACC too, yep. in, the, in the ACC tournament to go with. So I say you finish the season with eight with eight losses, right? So that's a that's a solid two three seed, um, you know, kind of range. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, and I think that's that's doable, you know. Yeah. But who knows? You know, I just don't, I don't understand how the I don't understand how the pollsters how they how they rank people. I'm looking at teams that have the same record as Miami, and they're ranked like fourth or fifth. Yeah, and they don't have near the the quality of win. Like, Correct. Dude, we won in Cameron, man. <laughs> like, you know, and, and and the score isn't really indicative of how well we played in that game, too, man. I mean, right. you know, Duke was playing good that night, man. Like, we, you know, we elevated it, and and you know, we beat them the right way, right? Like, it wasn't like we got lucky and they had a really cold night shooting, man. I mean, they were they were good, man. <laughs> they were twelve and two when we played them. Um, yeah, man. I mean, Duke shot 45% in that game. They only shot 28% from three, uh, but they still hit 82% of their free throws. They out-rebounded us by 14. Uh, they out-blocked us by five. Um, yeah, they have more assists than us, right? But we just played the right way, man. And, you know, when, when that team, when you see numbers like that from Duke and you're able to beat them, that's respectable, man. But nobody, nobody's going to put respect on our name, man. It's, it is, is what it is. If I'm gonna throw this out there, if a Bobby Hurley or a Christian Leitner or a uh, Grayson, what's his name, Grayson Allen? Oh, Grayson Allen, yeah. If those, because you got to remember, like Duke missed two wide open threes at the end of the game to try to win the game and just missed yeah. them. Like you put those other guys out there, Steve Wojciechowski, like bro, Jay Will. Like they're dropping dimes and you lose that game. You know what I mean? JJ Redick. Oh, bro. It's just Jason Capel. I mean, it yeah. goes on and on. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they have, they, I don't think that they have the type of shooters that they have been accustomed to over the years. Yeah. And I think I like that's that, going to hurt. That, that Paolo Bancaro that plays. Paolo, didn't game. he get hurt? I think he just got hurt last week uh, at, Florida, at Florida State. I think I someone, make, I someone got hurt at Florida State. Hmm. You might yeah, want I didn't, to know, I didn't know it went down. I'm, I'm Googling it right now, man. Since you're, you know, since you're not always... doing nothing. Since you're not doing anything. <laughs> I'm chopping it up with you, man. Of course oh. I'm doing something. Oh. <laughs> I'm doing as little as possible here on this Friday afternoon because I don't have much to do at all. I should have I should have went in studio today. We should. We still got to do that, man. We do. We got a lot of people that want to come hang out with us when we do that, too. Yeah, man. I know. Former I players, know. couple current players. Yeah, they're all about coming in, man. We got to get, we got to find a third party for it. We got to find a third person for the show. Hit us up. Whoever's out there listening, man. Yeah. Anybody want to, if anybody's interested in the one to kind of get their hand kind of in, into media and into, you know, again, you're talking about a platform, not a podcast. You're talking about a, well, like technically a podcast, but on Sirius XM. Yeah. Let us know, man. We would definitely be down. Maybe we should tweet that. Maybe we should tweet that out, Bert. Let's do it. Go ahead. You, you you have the you have the tweet fingers. All right. 
My fingers like, you see my fingers like, oh, you probably can't see this. Let me show you. Hold on. Let me figure out how to do this real quick. What are you showing me, man? Like the tip of my finger. You see that crack right there? I do. I do. Bro, well, like, why are my, you showing me that? But I'm saying I use because I, I use my hands all day for work. You're working, man. Right. So like, I just don't feel like like tweeting shit. Even though I don't use my thumb, I don't really use my finger. Well, that's why we need a. That's why we need somebody else to run social media for us. We, we do. already. We think we have that person. We're not going to say who it is yet. Exactly. But we think we have somebody. Yeah. We need somebody who is willing to definitely help us get to where we need to go and then just understand that they can't go along with us once we get there. Does that make sense? No kidding. (laughs) I'm kidding. uh, Help us get there, but just know you're not going with us. I don't know what you're talking about, man. We need somebody. Is that the same way for me, man? No, no. You're okay. You can go with us. (laughs) You can go with us. But that's what I'm saying. We need somebody who is willing to get us there but know that they can't go with us when we get there. <laughs> I bet. Whatever I'm you just say, saying. Man, <laughs> you just can't take everything. You know, you know what else is exciting is all the guests that we've kind of got lined up. And of course, we're not going to name drop any of them until they actually uh, show up on the on, on the show. But uh, yeah, I would hate to I, listen. I would hate. Let, let me let me let me let me say this, Bert. I would hate to like announce to a bunch of people, whether it be Twitter or IG or Facebook or whatever. That we're gonna have all these people on our show, and then at the last minute, they all bail on me. Yeah. I look like I look like a fool. Yeah, Just no saying. doubt. So hey, there's another uh, there's another coaching move that happened uh, last night. Yeah, Blake Baker. Yep, safeties coach. Yep, Missouri. Missouri, and they're horrible. Yeah, but why are you going from? Why are you going from a defensive coordinator at Miami to a linebacker coach at LSU now to a safety coach at Mizzou? Yeah. But the other yeah. way around, you look at, look at Coach Banda, who went from a safeties coach to a D.C. at Utah State. And actually, had oh, he them killed playing it this pretty year. well. He killed it. Him, had Zuck, them. and all those, uh, all those guys out there. Pretty Matt well. Joyner. Yeah, man, they uh, they did all right last year, man. But look, you know, here's the thing. It's, it's kind of like the same thing. And, you know, I know T-Rob's heavily expected to take the Alabama D.C. T-Rob's uh, staying in play. Well, we he's were talking staying. about this earlier. I think he stays. You want me to text I him? he stays too. I should you text should. him. T-Rob, what's you the deal? Stay? Yeah, you know, look, I've been saying it on Twitter. Yeah, I know you and I have talked about it. Like we think we think that's our DC. And I still yeah. think it because now it's the it's the move that's forcing his hand that's saying that's what that's forcing Mario's hand to say, Hey, if you like this guy, he's been around, he's been on every recruiting trip with you. If you like him, you gotta make him DC to keep him. Now, I mean, why wouldn't gets, you? But he gets a he gets a bad rap. And I was kind of talking with the with Kane's chief about this, right? And he gets a bad rap the same way that Blake Baker got a bad rap running Manny's defense. T Rob was running Will Muschamp's defense. So when you play, when you coach for a defensive minded head coach who's been a who's been a DC and you know who's got the head job, you know you're running their their their, their playbook, right? Like you know you're you're calling it yourself, but you're still running their style. So to me, if if I go and I'm and I say okay, I got a lot of experience doing that, and I learned a lot of what to do, and I learned a lot of what not to do, you know, but now. Sam T. Rob and I'm, you know, Mario offers me the DC position. He says, Hey, the D's your thing, man. Like, do it up. Right. You know, I think we haven't seen what we, 
you know, what he could be as a DC because he was handcuffed running must champs defense at South yeah. Carolina. Same thing. Like, and I know Baker just took, you know, two steps back or well, really the step back to the LSU linebacker coach. I wouldn't be surprised if in three, four, five years, if Baker ends up being a, a good DC and if he gets in a place that will allow him to run his own thing, kind of like what happened with Banda at Utah state. Right. I mean, sometimes you're not the biggest guy. Like you look at Banda. I think he's like a like a I think he was like a 28 year old walk on at Gardner Webb or something like that, right? Which which fine. I mean, it happens, right? And I think it was Incarnate Word, the same place that uh, our boy Whatever. John Packy. Is that where he's going? Yeah, Packy's a defensive coordinator at Incarnate Word now. Oh, so anyway, sometimes it takes it's so it's so small. Like you said, the smart guys who understand X's and O's and who understands uh tendencies and things like that you know you don't have to be a player you know you look at some of the like like i look at ken norton senior who just got fired by seattle as their defensive coordinator he was a yeah. great 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 linebacker like for san fran and, and you oh, know, yeah. those teams and his dad was an awesome boxer but that's what i'm saying right like but that just doesn't make you a coach it doesn't make you a good coach it's true so, sometimes it's like the guys who really never played the game but understand the game, it, it, it means something different, right? You just you understand differently. You can study things, you can dissect things. You know, when you're playing the game, you're going by the tendencies and what someone's telling you to do, do this, do that. But that doesn't translate into making you a good coach. It's true. Could be wrong. I mean, I've been wrong before. Yeah. I've been wrong. I've been wrong many times. Like I've many times. Wrong. Never been wrong. Never been wrong. So you're like Jesus. Pretty much. Full shit. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I think I just dropped the hey, next bomb. <laughs> I, w- I was right about Radakovich, though. From, from you the were. Get, from, from the get-go. Get and it was complete well, guest. Listen. You know, like, yeah, yeah, we're not I mean, insiders. Well, yeah, but, but you know what? You know what we are? We're out of time. We're going to go to break here on the Ken Game <laughs> Radio Show. Sirius XM Channel 145. Slam Radio. Slam Radio. Slam Radio. Slam Radio. Just give me all the plugs. Slam Radio. Slam Radio. We'll be right back. Yo, what's up? Baby, let's go. This is Tua Tungle by Lowen. Yo, Sway Calloway. This is Spice Adams. This is Michael, the Playmaker Every. What's up? This is Grok, and you're listening to Slam, Slam Radio. Radio. Serious XM. Yeah. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. Hey, man, if, look, if they pick up Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo too, I'll, I'll be fine with him. But I'm just looking, I'm, I'm looking at the different angles. It does, you I don't call know. him that, I call him Tunga Vailoa, whatever you want to call him. Listen, I don't know if they're 100% sold on Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa is the next quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. How can you get that name so perfect? Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo? Tua? I can't do it. I'm done. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. Tua Nigga Manuel Apollo. Tunga Vailoa. That sounds much better that way. Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. 
I'm here to warn you about telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Some of these scammers may say threatening things like you will be arrested if you don't make payments or provide personal information. Do not fall for these tricks. These calls are not from us. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you for information or money. If you receive a call like this, hang up. Never give the caller your personal information, like your Social Security number or bank account, or send money in any form, cash, gift cards, wire transfers, or prepaid debit cards. Report the call to our law enforcement arm, the Office of the Inspector General, at oig.ssa.gov. Share this information with your friends and family. Hola mi gente, ¿qué tal? Les saluda la diva Potra, la caballota, la reina y mi cuyo. Un saludo a mi gente de Slam Radio. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Yo, Bird, hour number two. What you gonna do? Bad boys, bad boys. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Hour number two. So, speaking of music, man, what, what do you feel? What do you think about this music that we got playing in the background, man? Bro, it's, it's literally, it's, it's, it's chill. It's, it's like it I'm is. Getting, I feel like I feel like we're just hanging out, just, just like. Just it's almost out. like I'm just sitting there getting ready to get a massage. It's like a lounge, yeah. like a Robert Kraft type massage, or no, 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 like no, like a regular, that. like a sports massage. Shoot, I know Maria, man. Maria will probably come <laughs> over the top and come slice you, bro. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm thinking about the massage from Maria. Oh, okay, okay. That's that it. type of, yeah. She's probably listening right now. I can hear not her. Sure. Baby, listen. Baby, listen. <laughs> Baby, listen. No, she's not listening, so we're good. No, I mean, actually, I think it's pretty dope. You know what I mean? Um, you know, it, it's just chill. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's chill. It's relaxing. It's, it's, it's kind of refreshing. You know yeah. what else is refreshing? A Pepsi, cola, a Pepsi Cola at like 9 o'clock at nighttime. Mm-hmm. What a no, thing. I don't what touch a, that soda, bro. Bro, the soda's There's, bad for you, man. I understand that, but it's how many? So how many do you drink a day now? <laughs> oh my god! You trying to air, tell me we're gonna air this? We're gonna okay? We're gonna yeah. Hey, I'm I'm asking you on air. How many? How many did you drink today? Like how many ounces or how many actually? No, how many? How many times did you go think? Hey, I need to go grab grab a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew or whatever it is. Um, that's a good question, Berg. That's definitely a good question. Is it um, above 10? I'm trying it's to think. I probably had, um, I mean, that's a good question. I probably <laughs> had about eight 12 ounce cans. Eight. Eight of them. Gosh, man. But look at his figure, bro. Like, what do, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you guys can't, you know, some people can see me, but I got my hat down. I don't look. I, I try to keep. I don't want people seeing my eyes. You know, I'm just trying to be incognito, man. Like, right. there's something. There's something to be said when you're like the number two fan of the Miami Hurricanes. Like, you just who's the number be, one? I think they said Cutler is Laz. Uh oh. But it's it's all well, okay. look. Laz is Laz is the dude, man. I like Laz, man. Laz I don't know. I mean, he's older, right? You're gonna find guys who, are, and, and I'm just, I'm just busting balls, you know, that thing that John Michaels put out. Because I mean, he had oh, JD yeah. at number three, he had Dolphin Derek at number four. Come on, like I can name 
probably 10 other Hurricane fans that are bigger fans. And, and But what, what, what makes you a bigger fan? Is it how many times you go to a game? Is it how much clothes do you have? It's how many photos do you have with current players? How many photos do you have with former players? Like, what, what's the basis of being, like, the biggest fan? I, I think know, it's man. irrelevant. I think if you're a fan, you're a fan. Whether or not you're the biggest fan yeah. or the littlest fan, I think the thing that boils down is be the, be a fan, not a not a jerk. Well, you gotta you gotta go to games, man. You gotta be you know you gotta be part. You gotta get, take every opportunity you can to support the support the team. Check. Right? Yeah, like all the fame banquets and all Check. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Basically. Uh Let's see what else. What else? Um, so let's let, 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 let's make a, oh, here's the make thing. a criteria. Gotta, make a criteria. All right. You got to support the team, win or lose. Yeah. yeah. And a positive nature. And a positive nature, right? Like you can't go meltdown. You can't like yeah. you can't tweet negative stuff at uh, Boy. you know at coaches or players. Well, or get blocked by players. Yeah. But speaking of that, you know who blocked me? And I didn't even say anything to again? them at any point. No, this wasn't again. You know, don't call the don't call the player out on that. On that uh, one. No, I would that never say sucks. that. I'm saying again. I know that one sucks that that player's got me blocked. But I'll, I'll, no. I'll hit him up, dude. Kendall Bryles. I've never tweeted anything at that guy, and like, I like I, I noticed like he posted something that said, "Oh, you can't view that." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, what?" So I like tweaked on it or I clicked on it. And it says he he blocked me. I'm like, dude, I've never even said anything to you. Ah, because you. So I followed him. I followed him from the show profile. I want to see if he blocks the show too. Oh. Interesting. Interesting. Like, who are you, bro? Like, I don't know that whole situation with him. Who knows if that guy even got offered the job, right? Well, like, according to probably, a, I think that's just his agent pushing out. He's trying to leverage. He's she's yeah. trying to leverage it. Like, I don't. I don't think he fits the he fits the mold here, man. You know. You know yeah. who I want for OC. Listen, and let's break it up. You want Dorsey, and and, 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 yeah. and I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm definitely not saying you're wrong. But at the same time, like I've mentioned before, why would he want to come back to college and have to worry about recruiting when he's out there like working? And again, we talk about what he did with Cam Newton. Now what he's doing with Josh Allen. And if Brian Dable takes a job, you know, and leaves the OC in Buffalo, who's to say that he's not the next man up? Why would you want to come back to college when you're doing so well in the NFL? That's all. That's my only take. Because Dorsey's a different dude, man. And none of us have a temperature on it. Nobody does because he's a private guy. He's not loud. He's not boisterous. Not really. Right? Not even really on social media. Not at all. So whatever happens, I mean, look, he he may have a handshake deal with Mario, and and I think Mario's like, look, I'm not in a rush. We want to get it right. You know, do your thing. You know, you're chasing a Super Bowl right now, which I think um, they get. I, I think, think Buffalo I, goes to the Super Bowl. I would like to. I would like to see that. But I think you know, they beat look, the Chiefs by by 14 yeah. this week. On bet. But I mean. You know, the, the, the one thing that, that that draws away from it, you know, is the same thing like you pointed out, we've talked about before with an Ed Reed, right? Yeah. You know, and it's the same thing that's, that's happened to Mike Rump. Like I get, I you know, like I shake my head every time I, I hear people like just, just trash Rump, like every time they hear his name come up now. And I'm like, dude, this guy is like, you know, like first round draft pick off the 2001 national championship, gave his heart and soul to this team and this program. And Everybody just takes every opportunity they can to bash the guy, right? So I feel you on the fact of, you know, maybe does Dorsey come back and subject himself to that? What if it doesn't work out, right? What if, you know, what, yeah, what if it doesn't? What if Ed Reed comes back and actually coaches and, and it doesn't work out, right? Like what happens to your name and your legacy? Or is this fan base going to drag your name through the mud? Because you've seen them do it with Rump. 
you know? That's just the issue because, again, here lies the problem. And, and, and I'm going to be as blunt and as frank as I can. Not as in Frank the Tank, not as in, you know, Frankie Fernandez, but as frank as I can. <laughs> Our fan base is stupid. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, 100%. But in fairness, every college fan base is. Okay, but I'm just talking about our fan base. And when I say yeah. stupid, I mean, I would put them, can, can, okay, so every fan base is stupid. So is Miami fan base stupider? Is that, can I use that word? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, stupider. Um, yeah, stupider. go for it. Like, you know, stupid is as stupid does. No. Look, I think there's and, and a lot of common sense fans out there. But there's, the, the thing is you give a, pr a platform to the idiots that are the casual fans where if you actually like got in, you started talking either X's and O's, which I'll never front like I know X's and O's, man. I mean, I know my way around it some, but not to the to the level that most people do, right? You know, but you put people up there and then they just start crumbling, right? Or you start asking about the history. Oh, what is that? But, you know, they'll get up there and they'll, you know, they'll go and they'll tweet at a kid, right? Or they'll, you know, go and say, oh, Mike Rump's an idiot, right? Or, you know, oh, F that guy, you know, like, bro, you know? <laughs> no, I get it. I'm a big Mike Rump, you know, supporter. Of course. I, I think you're talking about someone who has played played there, who put his heart and soul at Green Tree, who became a first-round pick, which you're not talking about an undrafted free agent. You're talking about a first-round NFL draft pick. Yeah. And again, I go back to what I said earlier in the show. You're only as good as what you're given to work with. Again, we're not bad. We can talk about names without bashing, right? Yeah. DJ Ivy, I don't know what he's doing sometimes, but that's who Rump has to work with. Well, here's the thing with DJ. I think DJ's got a got to care, right? Mm -hmm. And he's got a he's got a want to show up, and he's got a want to, you know, he's got to want to be great because he's got he's got great tools, man, but. You know, he just looks so disinterested sometimes back there, man. You know, like just kind of like, eh, all right, what, I'm here. Whatever happened to the speed that the University of Miami was known for <laughs> on, de on defense? Uh, it's on Alabama. <laughs> Bro, because uh, I go back, you know, you're talking about DJ, and I think he has all the tools. Yeah. But you look at – so let me go back two years, COVID, 20, 2020. Mm -hmm. Bubba Bolden blocks the uh, field goal against Clemson. Yep. DJ Ivy scoops it, scoop and score. Right? Don't get me wrong. But yep. did you see? Did you see the kicker? Like literally on his tail, like as far as trying to hawk him down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you watch yeah. Jameson Williams, like the ninety-nine yard game, and it. Yeah, like, that was a tough one. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, that was a tough one to watch right there, man. But whatever happened to the speed? that we used to have at the University of Miami. Well, I think, you know, practices used to be harder than games, man. But that doesn't teach you speed. Yeah, but it teaches you effort, right? And a lot of speed is effort, right? But you like, weren't catching him anyway. Yeah, you weren't catching any of those 2001 guys. No, I'm talking about Jameson Williams. They nobody was catching Oh, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That, dude, that was when, uh, you know, when I – 99 when I, yards. And we, shout out to our dude Pirtle that was that I was sitting next to at the uh, uh, at the game the whole time. Is that when you broke? Is that when you broke the chair? Yeah, it was when I broke the chair in front of me. <laughs> so I was just so mad at that whole sequence. I'm like, you got to be kidding me, man! Like we had an opportunity to to punch it in, and you know, give them the You're ball back. To four, four, 14 point swing. 
quick. Yeah, 14 point swing, like nothing. Within five seconds. Yeah. Like and that's play action. I, play action. That's what I knew. <laughs> that, that moment, when, as soon as I saw Williams get out there and he was running right towards us, I was just like, oh, man, here we go. I'm like, don't catch it, don't catch it. And he caught it. I'm like, yep, that's it. He's gone. We're not, we're not winning this game. At that point, I knew we weren't winning the game. So I until then I held hope. <laughs> so I like to I, I like to use analogy from movies. Right? <laughs> okay. When he caught the ball, <laughs> I wonder how do I say this? So when he caught the ball, because uh, I think I was kind of down in front a little bit, and I think he caught it maybe at the 30 or the 40. You know, and it reminded me of of Gone in sixty seconds. When do you remember? <laughs> do you remember the part where he's on the, he's on the bridge? Go ahead. What did he say? When he's like 110, 120, 130, he's gone. <laughs> like <laughs> like when he was in the Shelby, when he's in the Shelby GT, and he was like just taking off from the cops, and the guy was like, "Oh, it's one hundred ten or one hundred twenty. Is that one hundred thirty? <laughs> Oh, he's gone. <laughs> but man, like, yeah. what what happened to the speed? And, and again, so you you compensate speed based on angles, right? But even our angle guy got completely just dusted. Like poor yeah. Gervin Hall. Like I don't. I, I think God where did he end up landing? He went to Utah State, Utah right? State, correct. Yeah, I wish him the best, man. I do. One hundred percent. Listen, I'll tell you about that. He's a band of that, guy. That Michigan State highlight, though, bro, with him uh, forever with him whiffing on that tackle, like we're forever like, gonna be known for that. Yeah, and then, you know the the worst part was it too. And I mean, look, Bubba we did it Bubba. the following week. Bubba <laughs> did it the following week. I remember we, I, I think we were running that play back and forth like ten times on here, man. Like he just kept doing it, and I'm or like, you know, like it made no sense, man. You know, I just I don't, don't know. know I don't. I don't know. I don't know. So let's 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 get off topic on some other stuff. All right, we got we got about four minutes, give or take, maybe three minutes. I'm not sure. I don't even know what time we can take. What time do we take off? One oh seven. Three and a half. No, one oh seven thirty. One oh seven thirty. So three and a half minutes. Yeah. Um. I like popcorn. I mean, this is going to sound weird. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now let me tell. Let me say before you even go any further, man. Our show is completely unscripted. Like we don't, we don't rehearse. We got on this thing. We we we, we had like. That's it. He's like, all right, let, let's rip, let's roll, let's roll. Hit the, hit the record. I'm like, what are we talking about? He's like, just just hit it, let's roll. So I have no clue where you're going with this, but go ahead, nonetheless. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, Frank. Sorry, Larry. So no, that's what they love about it. <laughs> Right, we added so, some cool background music now. Oh we're, we're, I'm set, man. I'm chilling. I'm ready to hear so, this. So, <laughs> Stop. Stop it. <laughs> oh, my word. All right. So, Sorry. anyway, oh, I just wasted like a whole minute, a minute, two minutes Sorry, laughing. Hold on. Popcorn. Popcorn. Um, so, I like popcorn. Like, like to no end. Like, besides soda, popcorn is probably my other, like, like go to of all time just to like to binge and eat right but so i wanted to ask you bird do you like popcorn of course Who doesn't like Mic- popcorn? microwave popcorn or do you like jiffy pop <laughs> well probably jiffy pop if i had to choose between the two bro how many people don't remember jiffy pop oh man they came in the little tin and the the, the foil oh, would expand as you're going how great was that and then that thing rips open and you're like Ooh. and then you burn your hand because you put your hand on top yeah. of it and all the steam comes out but 
do you like a certain type of like so microwave popcorn? Let me go. The reason why I'm asking you is because I have to have a certain type of popcorn. It's got to be movie theater butter. It can't be like you know extra butter or butter butter. Like, do you what kind of what kind of microwave popcorn do you like? I mean, of course the the movie theater butter, man. The the worse the better, right? Oh, bro. You got to man, just drenched oh. in. You so, know what you need? You need on on Amazon. You can get for like 140 bucks a popper. Like a, a legitimate movie theater style popper, and it, like that's the way to go, man. So, if you're as passionate about popcorn as you're trying to talk right now, do you, you like orange life. salt? Yeah, of course. So I have two gallons of that stuff. <laughs> what are you doing with two gallons of it? <laughs> because I have to. So again, so I make. So here, here's my dilemma. So I make I make microwave popcorn, <laughs> and then I I melt butter. Because I just don't feel like it's enough butter, which probably is not good for my arteries, right? But I melt my own butter. And Between then that I, and the soda, man. Bro, I'm about to have an intervention, bro. Bro. So then I, I pour the popcorn into a bowl, and then I, I pour the melted butter on the popcorn, and then I get the orange salt, and I sprinkle it, and then I f- fluff it or whatever, get it all mixed up. <laughs> and I grab me like two Cokes, you know, two or yeah, three Pepsis, bro, bro. and bro, I'm going in. I'm going oh in, my man. goodness, man. I'm just asking, like, does, like you don't do that? Not to that extent, bro. Oh my gosh, bro! I'm look, so I'm, down, I'm down 53 pounds, bro. 53. So I'm gaining I'm, 53. I'm trying to be popcorn yeah, and soda. Look, <laughs> it's coming off me, and I'm handing it over to you. <laughs> All right, listen. Well, we're gonna hand this off to the to our commercial people. <laughs> You're listening to Kang Gang Radio Show on Sirius XM Channel 145 Slam Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. But you I'm see, it's a bad idea to do that. I didn't Bro, cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing. You're going to be home today, so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. Oh, and then you give me that puppy look. Back. You give that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Give good a thing little nobody can see crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. <laughs> you, know, you can be a Richard sometimes. <laughs> good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. 
For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. On behalf of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 1249, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. I, I, I changed the music for this one. Is it popcorn? No, it's called it's called feeding the ducks. Feeding the ducks. Okay, I guess we're gonna feed it. So, Bert, you see this new shirt I got? <laughs> yeah, Miami baseball, bro. Love that uh, that old school M, man. It's good stuff. I love it. It's like super super chill. So, so listen, man. You you and I have been friends for what about two years now, probably. Unfortunately, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> thanks, bro. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen you wear the same cane shirt twice in two years. I probably don't have the same cane shirt. I probably do. I, I probably do. But yeah, I, think I, don't, we, I don't wear. I think we need to have the listeners. I think we need to have them guess how many how many shirts, how many cane shirts you have in, in your closet. And we'll find a prize for them. I know you say giveaway coming soon. Giveaway. Here. That's nice. If, if you give me, yeah, well, we can tweet it out. And I'll, and I'll be accurate. That's including, I'll, be, I'll take a picture. That's including shirts, jerseys, pullovers, hoodies. Jackets. Jackets. All that. And I'll take a picture. Yeah, we all can right. do that. We should, we should put a, a, a poll on that or, you know, yeah. guess, 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 the, guess the wardrobe. 
Yeah. Guess that. Guess how many. Guess how many uh, shirts or tops that uh, that Co has. Yeah. That are clothing, article. clothing articles. Yeah. And that includes all those player jerseys you got too. We're gonna count those. Ooh. I'm saying it's over a hundred. Mm. I've been to your house. I seen that locker you got in the garage. I do. <laughs> I have a whole bag full has, of stuff. I'm sure. Has the statute of limitations passed that now everybody can know that you got that or? Uh, oh yeah, it didn't matter. I, I I think I posted it when I first got it. I didn't care. Oh, okay. well, look what I got. You know? you know, listen, I'm really jealous that you have one of those though, and that they're all gone, and that I can't get one now. I'll sell you mine. Ah, that's true. You know, who, you know who has one that I sold one to? Who? Vic. I'm calling him right now. Call him. Hit him up. <laughs> see if he wants to come on and ask him. Check, right. Email him. I'll see if he wants right to pop now. on the show. Yep. Say, hey, you want to come on real quick? I got a question to ask you. So Vic anyway. They can't give that up, bro. You never know. <laughs> Say, Vic, what's it worth? Because, bro, if you can get one of those, it's just it's so. nostalgic. It's, it's actually we need to get one that they're tearing out of the locker room right now. I can make that happen, maybe. Okay, let's yeah, let's let's talk about that off air. That's probably not a that's probably not an on air conversation. Yeah, no doubt. Let's, I wonder. Let's make that are happen. they they're redoing the locker room down there? Yeah, hmm. gutting the whole thing. I think. Interesting. I wonder who's paying for it because you know that's that's technically Dwayne the Rock Johnson locker room. I think it still stays Dwayne the Rock oh. Johnson locker room. Because he donated like half a mil for that locker room. Just modified, man. Jonathan Vilma has the player lounge. It's a Jonathan Vilma. No, no. The John Beeson. I said Beeson or Vilma. One of those. I think it was Vilma. Jonathan Vilma player lounge. Yeah. And then, uh, so, crazy. You, give me one minute. Are you eating ice cream? <laughs> so, you, you went to McDonald's. He's- and got he's ice gonna cream. ask for some. He's gonna ask for some. He's yelling at he's yelling at his wife right now. <laughs> you didn't give me one. We're live and unscripted. Look. No, no, one, Grace. You could have went to Jeremiah's and got me like a, a orange crush, you know, gelati. You're such okay. a fat. You're such a fat skinny kid, man. I swear. Or Bird skinny called fat me a kid. fat skinny kid. He called me a skinny fat kid. <laughs> I, I love my. I, I look over and listen to Radio World out there. I look over to my left and I see my beautiful wife standing in the kitchen, you know, looking like an angel because she's wearing all white, and she's sitting there eating a McDonald's Sundae with caramel. And I'm thinking to myself, you, you don't even offer. Like you could have just kind of <laughs> sent me a text. Hey, I'm running a McDonald's. Do you uh, want a Sunday? No. Hmm. Thank you, angel. She's trying to send you a message. Thank you, my angel, for tell no her, ice cream. Tell her you drank eight Pepsis today. I did have eight Pepsis today, though, so it's probably not a good thing, right? <laughs> eight Pepsis and probably four Gatorades. <laughs> it was hot out. I had a drink. I had to, st- I had to, st- I had to stay quenched. <laughs> I will tell you, with soda, though, the best-tasting soda ever when it's hot is like an orange sun-kissed, man. I will Unmatched. never drink a hot soda. Well, no, of course not. Who would? You just said a hot. Oh, you're talking about when it's hot outside. When it's a hot outside, oh, an ice cold sun kissed. You, no. you give orange. me an orange crush. It's a different crush, sun kiss, whatever. They're same same difference. Same. same difference. Never. <laughs> crush is completely different than sun kiss. Oh, you know what? I, you know what the best is? No, bird. I'll tell you right now. The <laughs> best when it's super hot outside. The pineapple Dole Whip. Oh, dude, pineapple Dole Whip's unmatched, man. Anyway. Unmatched. And she just took my money and put it into the bank. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
That's what happens when you're on air, bro. You can't you the can't pineapple. So we should even ask the listeners. Do you guys like the pineapple Dole Whip from Disney? It's the best. We should, Nobody's going to say no to that. Well, it might be somebody who don't like pineapple. Maybe they like peaches. I made a mistake a couple weeks ago when we went. I got a vanilla Dole Whip, and I'm like, "Where's the pineapple?" I ordered a vanilla. That was when we. That was when we were with you. Right? Yeah, I completely yeah. dropped the ball on that. I was in such a hurry to do mobile ordering that I completely. Yeah, dropped and then the you ball. were then you were mad because people that were going through live were going through faster, and your mobile order came out. You were What's pissed. What's the whole reason for the mobile order? Like. The mobile order is supposed to get you like, you know, lightning lane. Don't stand between this guy and his sweets, man. I'm telling you right now. Don't stand between them. It's not going to end well for you. So, so bird. So we did go back. We went back New Year's, New Year's, Eve, New Year's Day. Yep. yep. And, uh, you know, ate at Crystal Palace again. Took my dad. Um, yeah. bro, just something about Crystal Palace. So good. <laughs> so it was good. much. So we went with you. We went once on our own, Kelly and I, yeah. and then we went once with you guys. The time with you guys was significantly better because they don't. Because it was better company. Better it was yeah. better company. Oh, oh yeah. so I got to tell you what happened. You're, I remember, you're all right, but, you know. Bro, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> so remember when we went, right? We went. Yeah. And they had the, the shrimp in portions. Right in yeah. the cups. Nope. Full bore. Get as many as you want. Bro, I literally had a whole plate of shrimp. Like, I don't know if they were doing like, you know, calorie control or what they were trying to do when, you know, with them little, like little, what are they, ramekins or whatever, the little cups ramekins, that they had? Yeah. Little ramekins. Nah, bro. Like, I saw that they were just you're sitting there. In you're the going to get your picture on the wall in that joint, man, where they're going to be like, this guy's, no this go. guy's got a plate limit. No go. Plate limit. Bro. Watch him. The, the mouse is, oh, the, the mouse is going to be, uh, the mouse is going to be watching you from a distance, man. Or Winnie the Pooh in that place. Oh, look at that. He got it Sunday. My girl did me right. Thanks, baby. I probably <laughs> stole, she probably stole it from Grayson. <laughs> That's it. Grayson was like, I don't want it. She's like, all right, I'll give it to your dad. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no, but like Disney's just, there's something about Disney. I know a lot of people like Disney. Fun. It's, it Fun. is. I know a lot of people like Universal, SeaWorld. That's what's nice about living where we live. Because we can just, literally two hours, two and a half hours. Two hours. Orlando. Bro. Yeah. Two hours. It's crazy, though. You live in Broward County, right? Yep. Northern Broward County. I live in the Treasure Coast. You make it home in about the same t- same amount of time I do, man. Are you saying I'm speeding? Flying down the road, bro. <laughs> Flying. Wow. Like, hey, like after we lost in Tallahassee this year. Oh, and, bro. Uh, oh, go. bro, we were out. We were both like, <laughs> I tend to, to okay. 75, bro. I we do feel out. bad, though. Let me tell you why I feel bad. Because obviously the whole game, we, you know, we were with our boys. We were Dolphin Derek and – you know, Ethan and like, bro, I just wanted to go. We got to go. <laughs> and they, they got stuck walking like the whole way back to the like civic center. We hopped on the little trolley thing, like the little bike guy and said, uh, Hey, get us back to the hotel. We got to go. <laughs> I did. And that was brutal. Even riding on that thing, man. I'm, I'm, look, Florida state fans, they, they earned the right to, you know, to, to yell at hey, us. They won. Rolling by, man. Yeah, they, they won. won. They haven't won much in the past few years. So. Nope. They won in. You know, that's the best thing marketing tool they have is for fourth and 14. Yeah. But I mean, I, you know, look, look what fourth and 14 did for us, man. You know, it, 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 you it know, changed the landscape of Miami hurricane football, which is still determined to be if it's for the, if it was for yeah. the better. We I mean, look, you, you got rid of Blake James right after the, the loss, which yeah. I don't think Blake James deserved to be fired. That's just my opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm unable to have it. Um, yeah. 
I didn't think was he loyal to a fault? Probably. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, you're on a five game win streak. Um, I think a five game win streak, maybe a four game win streak at that point. Um, yeah. You know, and, and again, it came down to I don't think it was a coaching blunder. I think it was a misassignment. I think there were things that Manny could have done. Again, I talk about this a lot to people. If it's me, I'm going for it. If, yeah. if, if, so, Bird, if, if you're the if you're the head coach, and your mindset is, well, I'm just going to punt it because my defense is going to go back on the field. Why not take the chance at fourth and one? Whether or not you're punting and they get it at the 25 or they get it at the 40. Worst case scenario, your defense is still back on the field and yeah. they still need a touchdown. Well, here's, still here's, need a touchdown. Yeah, here's the thing, though. If you're Manny, your defense is predictable, and it has been. And that's why Stacey Searles and Mac Brown ran absolutely ballistic on you because your defense is predictable and they know – what you're going to do every time. So when you come, when it comes down to it, man, it's easy to beat you. It is. And I mean, we saw that in in, in full force, man. You know, I don't know, man. I just feel like there are things that could have been done that game that could have won that game really easy. Yeah. No, look, I'm with you. I thought we were leaving with the, with the victory, but you know, I'll never ever want to lose man. And especially to them. Oh, 100%. I'm I'm happy with where we are and what it what it triggered right and where it you know the direction that it's pointing us right now you know still still to be seen if it's all gonna have been worthwhile and paid off right yeah. but I mean bringing you know a top tier coach I mean if you're if you were to look at all the coaches in the nation where would you rank Crystal Ball top five top five I would I would say that too so since you brought it up let's let's look at him. You got to go with the goat, and as much as I hate to say it, you got to go with oh, Saban. Saban. Saban is in a tier by himself. Maybe okay. in, like I mean, he's he's next level, man. Yeah. Just in, in so, the way that he runs the program. And again, you, you look at Kirby. I think Kirby Smart is doing a great job. He's played for two national titles. You know, lost a you know lost in overtime to Alabama a couple of years ago, but they're mm-hmm. right there. They finally got over the hump. Again, shout out to uh, you know Rashad Scott and, and Ryan Williams. You know, both former Miami Hurricanes on staff at Georgia got some natties. Listen, yep. man, mad respect to you guys. Um, I think Lincoln Riley, you put Lincoln Riley up there for what he did at Oklahoma. Um, you know, See, again, now, I'm, I'm going to pause you on Lincoln. Okay. I'm Just just to make a prediction on him, I think he's going to struggle a lot at USC, man, because the Shoot. expectations are sky high. Well, correct. Right? His roster's not that good. Um, he is in a winnable, winnable division, but he inherited it an outstanding situation at Oklahoma, right. In a very stable program that had had a great roster, you know, like he, he inherited a, just an awesome situation. He's not walking into that at USC. So, you know, but we don't know all the details. Either, right? So you don't know all the details. We, I say you, I mean, we, just, yeah, we, in general. Don't, we don't, we don't know all the details about maybe there was contract issues moving forward, Oklahoma. They didn't want to pay him X amount. You know, until potentially maybe he gets to like a um, a national championship game. Like, there's who knows, right? But you you already accomplished a lot at Oklahoma. Why not try and say, you know what? Let me go see what USC is all about. You know, the talent's going to be there in the next couple of years. Yeah. Right? I mean, look, he's, he's making almost ten million dollars a year. So, right. like, I, I would cha-ching, <laughs> cha-ching. But, but I think I think Oklahoma would have been willing to pay you that or yeah. close to that Correct. if you were willing to stay. And to me, like I've already got all that capital invested at Oklahoma. I stay there, right? And I just I become the man at Oklahoma. So let's weigh this, right? And I say this in, in the most upfront and sure. respectable way. 
Oregon, Miami, Oklahoma, LA. You yeah. know what I mean? So I, I look at it from a from a geographically, you know, situation to where so let me go back to my so I, I put Lincoln up there as three. Um I like Ryan Day at, at, at Ohio State. I think he's a really yeah. good coach. Um I don't throw a Harbaugh in there. Um I mean I don't even Fickle. throw Luke Fickle. I don't even throw Fickle in there. You know, but what you have accomplished Again, you're playing in a conference where is it CUSA? What what is what are they in? What is Cincinnati in right now? Uh, AAC American American, yeah, and yeah, they're going AAC. to Big Twelve. They're going to Big Twelve. So what's going to happen when you go to the Big Twelve? That's but again, the Big Twelve is losing their powerhouses. Yeah, who's you're the Big Twelve flagship program? Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Oklahoma State. I mean, okay. <laughs> I know, but that's that's the problem. And, and there's are, a lot to be are determined. You, are you? Power five or group of six? What is where's the Big Twelve fall? Is it is it kind of in between? I mean, look, Baylor's a great program. I give them a lot of respect. Um, you know, all the respect in the world to Oklahoma State. You know, I think they got a, a good thing going over there. But other than that, like, who impresses you in the big in the new Big Twelve? Nobody. Your two flagships are gone for the SEC. You know, nobody impresses me over there. I mean, maybe UCF, but. But it's crazy when you look at the conferences now and how geographically it used to be the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference, right? Yeah. The SEC, the Southeastern Conference. You're going to Oklahoma to make that the Southeastern Conference? Missouri? But that, but that's what I'm saying. Mizzou? Um, you know, you look at the, uh, the Big 12. It doesn't have really a stigma as far as Okay, geographic, but it's just a Big Twelve. But you got, or, or even the Big Ten, right? You got Maryland in the Big Ten. You know, where uh, West Virginia is in the Big Twelve now. Like you have the Big Twelve for West Virginia. I think that they might be leaving, but like, there's no rhyme or reason anymore. We got to go to break, Bird. We got to go to break. Thanks for reminding me, Bird. Well, it's another minute to go, but that's okay. Well, we again, we're thinking about it. You know, I'm, I'm looking at the clock countdown. I was letting you 40, go, man. Thirty-nine. 38, whatever the case may be. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I saw it out of the corner of my eye. That's what we do here on the Kang Gang. We literally interpret stuff. Um, <laughs> all right. We'll so be anyway. right back. <laughs> yeah, we'll be right back. Thanks, Barry. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. This is Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Good morning, amigo. 
But you see why it's a bad idea to do that? I didn't cry during the talk. Good thing, good thing you're going to be home today so nobody can see you cry. But I was fine. I didn't even cry. I was like, good. No, but the silence afterwards is enough. And then you give me that puppy look. You give me that puppy look you have. I'm just holding it back a little. Good thing nobody can see you crying tonight. I'm fine. Stay home, privacy of your own home, watch it on Zoom. You you can be a Richard sometimes. (laughs) Good morning, amigo. Weekdays, 7 to 11, only on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. We'll be back with Kane Gang. On Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. I'm constantly failing, guys. I'm constantly learning. It's not how you fall, it's how you get back up. There's no losing, only learning. There's no failure, only opportunities. And there's no problems, only solutions. So to me, what failure is, failure is the mother of all success. But I really get motivated when people tell me it'll never happen. That, that to me is what makes me get up in the morning and go, what's next? I love people to tell me no. I love people to tell me don't, it won't. of all of us here at Slam Radio, we would like to thank you, Pitbull, for making this dream become a reality. Slam Radio, what's up? From Enrique Santos, 294.9, iHeart Latino. And now we're back with Kane Gang on Sirius XM 145, Slam Radio. here on the Kane Gang Radio Show here on Sirius XM Slam Radio, uh, Channel 145. Uh, Carl, I do want to hit on something, though, man. And uh, I'm sure you've seen the reports and just wanted to throw some well wishes out uh, to the godfather of South, of South Florida uh, high school football, really state of Florida uh, high school football. Um, you know, get well wishes to to, to Larry Bluestein. Um, you know, I know we've been, we've been watching and 
family's really private and whatnot. Um, but we know that he's out there struggling. Uh, he's got a bad case of the, uh, of the COVID and, um, you know, we're just wishing, but nothing but a, uh, fast and, uh, speedy recovery for him to get right and get back there on the sidelines doing what, uh, doing what he does. He's, he's unmatched in that, uh, in, in the state of Florida high school football, man. It's for sure. It's going to be a, a tragic situation. No. So, so Berta, and I, and with all due respect, unfortunately, death is inevitable. I, I, you know, we're born and we die. I mean, it's. It's the only it surefire is, thing in life that we know is it's, coming. It, it is what it is. Um, you know, but Blue's been around a long time. I've known Blue for about 20, man, 25 years. I think I've known Blue. Um, yeah. I used to do work for um his neighbor and you know i I just i've known him a long time so you know it's just one of those things where you just want to see the best obviously covid's real whether or not people think it's a conspiracy whether or not and i don't care if you want to say covid's the flu okay it's still out there it's still something that is attacking your immune system it's attacking you know your your lungs so why not take the precaution? And I'm not I'm not here to say should you should be vac. Correct. I'm not here to say you need to be vaccinated. Be, be smart about it. You know, if the go- if the government's telling you wear a mask, wear a mask. You know, yeah. it's just it's one of those things. Now, here's the thing: I leave the government out of all that, right? You have like, to. Yeah, like I make my own decisions based upon the information that's in front, of and I say, okay, okay, look, if I go in, if I go into a crowded place, I'm gonna wear a mask. You know, it doesn't bother me that bad, and it's. Generally speaking, it's only for a few minutes. Like if I go into Publix or Walmart or wherever, man, I'm wearing that Joker. I don't care. Yeah. Just you know, I don't yeah. care if you don't want it, but you know, I'm damn sure gonna. So let let me ask you this. So obviously, we're, we talked about Disney earlier. We go to Disney a lot. Yeah. How, how do you feel about the Disney the Disney mask policy? Let me ask you that. <laughs> I, I don't know if you want me to, I'll answer it first. It's, it's just it's just indoors, right? Okay, but so here's my thing, right? You can literally walk around Magic Kingdom and literally be, you know, like cheeks to cheeks with no mask on. Cheeks to cheeks. Cheeks to cheeks, right? I'm just using an an illustration. Cheeks to cheeks. (laughs) And you don't have to wear a mask. But I want to walk into a restaurant. I have to put my mask on. But as soon as I sit down, I can take my mask off and eat around all these other people that are eating with their mask off as well. (laughs) And you're not yeah. socially you're not socially distanced in these restaurants, you know. Yeah. And you want me to go into a, a line, and you don't put my mask on. That's why I stay away from all like the the, the policy Gosh. stuff. I just man, as long as you operate within common sense, man, you know, right. like you'll be fine. And look, right. I've thank God I've managed to avoid it for the entire time that it's one hundred percent. Yes, sir. You know, like, but yes, I think it's because I just operate with common sense, man. Yes, sir. You know, and I'm respectful yes, of it. I'm not, yes, sir. I'm not fearful of it. At the yes, same sir. Time. Preach it. Yes, sir. <laughs> Give me up on that soapbox, man. Bro. So I've been on this Netflix binge for literally. What you watching? So in a week, I've gone almost, I'm in season five already. <laughs> Greenleaf. Never heard of it. Bro. It's, it it's about it's about a a church in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, great actors in there, like just phenomenal. It, it's about a uh, it, it's a African American church. You know the 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 dad's the bishop. You know the mom is the, like the first lady. 
the the brothers, the AP, uh, the oldest daughter ends up coming back from Phoenix and take bro. Like the the brother-in-law is a rapist. Like, but it just shows you how when you think about a church, when, when you think about like you go to a church about the, how the operations of a church, and you watch this. Like it's really symbolic about how this all really does go on in church, and you don't even know about it. There's you so the much business, lying, the business, the business, business standpoint, of, yeah, lying, cheating, con- conniving. You know, because you have to understand, right? And I'm not trying to get religious here by any means, but you know, there there comes a time where it has to be like there's got to be a moral ethic in things that you do. You know, we talked about accountability and things like that. Um, but it's definitely a, a good drama. Whoever wrote the storyline, like, bro, I can't get enough of it. It's literally like, I'm, a, I'm like, wow. Like, wow. I'm check it out, man. It's, it's it out. good. Because I know you guys watch Netflix, you know what I mean? You guys you yeah. know, watch some shows, you know, here and there. But I, I watch uh, a lot of YouTube stuff, though, man, too. Have, have, you, have you and Kel watched uh, Archive 81? No. Bro, Maria's on this Archive 81 thing, and it's, it's baffling. Bro. It's like mm-hmm. demonic stuff. Oof. I don't know. But I like Check it. it out, like, you know, you go back to like the conjuring, like like I'm I'm into that stuff. I love the conjuring. I love Annabelle. You know, you, you like horror movies? No. No. I think you're it's like a, stupid, man. You're like, like a dumb just, and dumber guy, right? Uh, somewhat, yeah. I'm, I like, I'm me too. I like, I, like, I, like, I like like lighthearted, stupid comedies, right? Yeah. I just of vacation. All, oh, of course. Yeah, it's classic. classic. But you know, look, uh, you know, the the horror movies to me though, they just like I, just, I don't know. I just you don't remember buy the Blair Witch Project? I don't get yeah. I don't buy it. I don't get scared by it. I just kind of sit there and I'm like, huh, all right. Whatever. You don't think that's like? Let me let me ask you this, Bert. Do you believe in afterlife? Man, you're going deep, bro. I'm just asking. I don't. I don't know. I've never really thought. Do you believe in like? Do you, think, do, you ever, do you believe in ghosts? Do you think that there's potentially no, for a paranormal no. activity? No. The other night, I swear to God, I, I swear Uh-oh. to bro. <laughs> I swear to God, 100%. Because I feel like, like maybe, maybe I'm, maybe, okay. So let me tell you what happened. So last weekend we went, we we sold our furniture. We went and got new furniture. So I was laying on the couch watching TV, and you know how my 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 living room faces my bedroom. So my bedroom door is open, and it had to be like I don't know, twelve o'clock, twelve thirty at night, and my, my the bedroom light was off, and you know, but I, I see the TV, so the TV has some light on it. So I'm watching the next thing you know, I see, I think it's Maria going to the bathroom, you know, cause you know, it goes right to the bathroom right there. I can look through my door and see the bathroom. She didn't turn the light on or anything. I just saw, I just saw going to the bathroom. So like 10 minutes later, I, I go into the room and I'm like, you know, Hey, you know, she's dead asleep. I'm like, Hey, so what's up? I said, did you go to the bathroom? She's like, no, I've been sleeping. She's like, why? I said, I swear to you, I saw I saw you walk into the bathroom. How are you gonna do that to her while she's asleep, though, bro? I wanted to know, <laughs> but bro, she's like, because she she listen. I kid you not. She says from time to time, someone's in our house. She hears footsteps. Right, I ain't door, coming out of your house no more. I'm man. just bro, and I'm not trying to like be weird about this or anything. Look, it's I'm always just... a good time at your place, man. You always you know do a great <laughs> job of food and all that. Just don't call me at nighttime. <laughs> Nah, bro. Sun goes down. I'm hitting. I'm hitting the truck, and I'm getting out of there, bro. <laughs> That's how it's going down, man. I'm not messing with you no more. 
They're my boy and all, but no, even I if I have the, the like the, the movie, like, the Jiffy Pop <laughs> with the with the orange salt. <laughs> I'm out, bro. I'm out. Sun starts to go out. I'm, Weird, I, I'm, right? I'm I'm a follow Q and Q and Jen and hightail it on out of there. Weird, right? Like, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I swear. <sighs> I mean, listen, I could have been like three sheets to the wind as far as tired, you know, who knows? But I swore I thought I saw somebody walk into the bathroom. <laughs> and I didn't know what to do. I mean, my piece is sitting right next to me. But yeah. what good is that going to do? <laughs> like, you know, what you I mean? ain't shooting no ghosts. Bro. I mean, oh my gosh. It's just, it, I'm not saying it was a ghost. I'm just, I'm just saying that. I, I do. Mind, believe, I think it's your mind was playing tricks on you. Man. I think so, but but I do. I believe the paranormal. It was probably you, it was late. You were probably like halfway falling asleep. That's what I mean. I was probably it. you know three sheets to the wind already. Nothing yeah. to drink. Had too many sodas. Yeah, too many. Sodas. <laughs> it's all it's all that sugar playing playing wow. tricks on you, man. Oh my god! All that sugar and candy and I'm not a big candy of, eater though. Really? I do like candy. I, I well it depends. Like I'll I'll chop on like some M and M's. Um. My favorite is like sweet tarts. Ooh, just a box of sweet tarts. Oh, oh my no. god! Get, oh, I love those, bro. You know, uh, you know, you know. I'll, I'll give you the greatest candy on the face of the earth. Lemonheads. No, no, no. Reese's peanut butter cups in the fridge. Not bad. They, I Not like bad. them frozen. I like them frozen. See, it's too, it's too hard for me. Like, I, I just oh, like them no. cold. Like. Yeah, in the fridge, like to be, that's unmatched. Okay, candy. favorite, favorite. Let me ask you this. All right, so now you got me. Favorite candy bar. Reese's. No, it's not a candy bar. It could be. Of course, it's a candy it's bar. It's not a candy bar. What do you like? Oh, it's got to be Snickers or Almond Joy. A or candy Payday. bar, not candy. Man. Candy bar. All right, I got the candy bar for you. Then. Okay. Twix. Twix. Hell yeah. Oh hell no. What? Butterfinger. Eh. Butterfinger. You know what I don't like about the Butterfinger? It gets stuck in your teeth. I love it. Ugh. I can, okay, I can swap it up. Mr. Goodbar. Right. What is that? Just peanuts and chocolate? Love it. Meh. Nestle's Meh. Crunch. That's a good one. That's a good one. Cookie, Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Never. Oh, yeah. It's fire, dude. Standard Hershey with almonds. Uh, nah. Almond Joy. Nope. Mounds. Coke with coconut in it? Oh. No, nah, you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> you're, lo you're losing me more and more as we go. What about regular Snickers? I'm not a big Snickers guy. I like a Snickers. I'll eat it but if yeah. I have to. But yeah, I'm a Butterfinger and Mr. Goodbar guy. Hmm. You know what else is good that you didn't mention? One of, one of the goats. Kit Kats, bro. Kit Kats, good. Yeah. Good Kit. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite pizza. Ah, uh, man, I gotta say, ruffles with some French onion dip, man. Some regular ruffles. Yeah. He's like, he's like, a, like he's like a plain Jane. That's not a plain Jane. It's because it's got Jane. dip with ruffles. it. It's got dip with it. The only way you eat French onion dip is with Doritos. <laughs> what? You've never had Doritos and French onion dip? Nah, bro. That's the only way I can eat Doritos, bro. <laughs> I literally, I'll get a bag of Doritos. I'll get the the, tripping, man. the white and green French onion dip, the uh, whatever the name is, um, whatever. The but Dean's. Dean's. The Dean's dip. Yeah. I will sit on my couch and literally, 
That's how, now that's how Grayson eats his Doritos. Daddy, I need dip. Daddy, I need dip. Uh, but I'll t- I will tell you, right? So, you know, obviously chips aren't on, on the keto thing that I've been doing, right? Yeah. But they have these chips that are from one of these health food places. Well, I don't know if it's a health food place, but these Quest chips, mm-hmm. crispy taco flavor. Good. Taste, they taste just like a taco. Taco flavored Doritos. Oh, yeah. old school. It's my, oh, rock, it's my rock with the Quest. So my favorite potato chip of all time is Tom's Vinegar and Salt. All right. So you know the wise uh, – Onion and garlic. Onion, onion 100%. Oh, bros are fire. And you get two and for one? <laughs> yeah, look, the bag looks huge. Oh, uh, yeah, you only all, get a quarter of it. <laughs> yeah, you only get like like 10% of the bag, but it's like a dollar, so you don't care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro. Yeah, those are those are those are unmatched, man. You like Slim Jims? Eh, they're all right. Yeah. Love so you're bringing up all this stuff that I can't eat. I know you still eat like this, right? And you're still smaller than I am, but I can't eat like that no more, man. All right, on like keto. All right. New York Prime. Porterhouse. Okay. Roasted roasted sprouts. I'm in. So we went to dinner the other night. So we went to we went to Ruth Chris the other night, right? We we, we just we're like we need a date night. You know, it's it's hard, right? Obviously, as you get older, you know, you you still want to maintain that date night thing, and I think it's important, yeah. right? So I'm trying. You know, I'm busy at work. Maria's busy. We got Grayson. You know, obviously, you know, we don't have family around here that can just you know, hey, Grayson, you're gonna go to grandma's, you're gonna go to grandpa's, you're gonna go to aunties or uncles. We don't have that, so it's hard. Yeah. So we, we don't either. Yeah. So we took them with us. So we go to Ruth Chris, and I'm like, I'm going in tonight. Maria's like, what are you getting? I said, I don't know. What are you getting? She's like, I don't know. What do you want to get? And I'm like, all right. So we ended up splitting like a 40-ounce porterhouse. <laughs> Maria's always like the ribeye person, right? I think I've told you that before. But, yeah. you know, they had a 40-ounce ribeye. I got her on the filet. Now she loves the filet. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't mind. I love the New York Strip. So got the 40-ounce porterhouse for two. Two lobster tails. Lobster mac and cheese. Uh, roasted Brussels sprouts, um, and then Grayson got chicken tenders and fries, which I ate too. And then, but <laughs> bro, now you even ate your kids' plate after uh, that forty ounce. Bro, I went in, and the only thing I kept looking at Maria, and I'm like, "Have you touched that side of the, my meat? I'm gonna stab you with my fork." Because if you're listening well, to me, Dolphin Derek, if you ever touch my food like that again, I will stab you. I saw that go down, <laughs> and I, like, I was like, "Oh man, he's about to get really mad." Really, really, like, legitimately, like you don't touch a man's like, steak, bro. Like you don't. I'm gonna fight you at the table, mad. You yeah. don't touch a man's steak. I was just like, oh boy, here we go. And then you went in, you went into my cheesecake. <laughs> no, that's no, no, wait, it wasn't the steak. It was the cheesecake that I saw. You took my steak too. So we, we order dessert, right? <laughs> they bring the dessert to the table. They sit it down. Code's like talking to somebody. He's got his, his kind of his back to the table, and Derek just grabs the cheesecake plate. Takes the first bite out of oh this cheesecake, God. and I swear when I when Co saw, I was like, "Uh oh, this is not going to end well." Bro, and when he saw, he just jump like, off. He's like, "Dude, what the f, bro? What are you doing?" I'm like, "Oh man." <laughs> I did, did I say like, the f-word? We just yeah, I'm like we just had this beautiful, nice dinner. You know, it was such a great night. We're getting ready to go play Alabama tomorrow. I think we're gonna win. You know, I'm feeling all good, and I'm like, he's about to get in a, in a, in a scrap right in the middle of New York Prime in Atlanta. Oh, wait, cheesecake. You didn't though, I but did. you know what though. Time to go. It's a good. It's a good note to end the show on. That's right. We're out of here. Very close it. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Can Gang Radio Show here on SiriusXM Slam Radio Channel One Forty Five. We will see you next week. 
And as always, thoughts and prayers with uh, with Larry Bluestein and his family. Yes, sir. Peace. The views and opinions expressed on Kane Gang are entirely those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.